You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. The Employment Rights Online podcast is a podcast for employees and all types of workers. And if that's you, the information in our podcasts is written with your employment rights in mind. As usual, we welcome your comments and questions, and we would love it if you would like, share and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing. In last week's podcast episode, we looked at the positives and negatives of zero-hours contracts. In the second part of our mini-series, we're looking at your employment rights if you are on a zero-hours contract. So the first thing to note is that you can be either an employee or a worker on a zero-hours contract, but the employment rights for both positions are not the same. If you're an employee or a worker on a zero hours contract, then you're entitled to written terms and conditions of your job, which should also include your job rights and your responsibilities. You're also entitled to be paid at national minimum wage and national living wage levels. You're entitled to be paid holiday pay and you're entitled to your rest breaks. And remember, we spoke about that in episodes 177 to 179 of this podcast. Both workers and employees are also entitled to protection from whistleblowing. You're entitled to protection from unlawful discrimination and you are both entitled to receive pay slips for work you complete. Both workers and employees are also protected from being treated unfairly if you work part-time. And finally, both workers and employees must be given equal access to facilities provided by the employer or the agency that hires you, such as access to canteens, for example, or staff rooms, toilet and shower facilities, car parking and transport services. And you're also entitled to information and opportunities about vacancies in the company's workplace. These are the employment rights that both employees and workers on zero hours contract will share. If you're a worker, there may be additional rights that you're entitled to, but you would need to check your contract of employment to see if those rights have been written into your contract or to see if you need to reach a qualifying period to access those rights. And in most cases, that qualifying period is still 12 weeks continuous employment with the same agency, after which these additional rights should be unlocked. Now, those additional rights can include things like statutory sick pay or shared parental pay, or parental bereavement pay, and also maternity, paternity, and adoption pay. As a worker, however, you're not entitled to sick leave, maternity leave, or any other form of parental leave. But bear in mind that you can take time off by not making yourself available for work, and your employer cannot prevent you from doing this. So that time off might cover some of the leave you need. 
And this is a point we discussed in last week's podcast episode. Now, as a worker, even though you do not have full employment rights like your employee colleagues, your employer cannot treat you differently to employees or treat you in a detrimental way if you reasonably believe that being at work or doing certain tasks would put you in serious or imminent danger or because you take reasonable steps over health and safety issues or because you inform your employer about health and safety issues in an appropriate way. Your employer cannot treat you differently because you have done these things. However, if you were to be treated in a detrimental way, detriment meaning you are treated worse or your employer's behaviour towards you changes for those reasons to do with health and safety or for any reason, and then your working conditions are made worse by your employer, you can bring a claim to an employment tribunal. If you are treated in a detrimental way, and let's say, for example, you're dismissed from your job because of raising something about health and safety, then as a worker, you don't have the right to claim unfair dismissal in an employment tribunal. And this is a significant difference to your employee colleagues. But you do have the right to bring some complaints to an employment tribunal if your employer treats you unfairly. The difference is that you have to bring your claims under specific heads of claim related to particular employment rights legislation or employment rights regulations. And we'll go through some of these now. So, for example, if you see an unlawful deduction from your wages and your employer takes money from your wages without a legal reason to do so, then you could bring a claim under the Wages Act. You could also bring a claim for whistleblowing if you make a disclosure in the public interest and your employer treats you detrimentally or dismisses you because of your disclosure. You can bring a claim of discrimination, for example, under the Equality Act if your employer treats you differently or detrimentally If you belong to a protected characteristic group, such as age, disability, gender reassignment, marriage and civil partnership, pregnancy and maternity, race, religion or belief, sex or sexual orientation. If you belong to one of these groups and your employer treats you differently because you belong to one of these groups, then you can bring a claim to an employment tribunal. The working time directive is another area that you can bring a claim if your rights under the working time regulations for 1998, well, if those rights are breached. Now, this can include denying you your legal rest breaks or expecting you to work more than a 48 hour week or not paying you for your holidays. You can also bring a claim if you're an agency worker and your employer does not give you the same basic employment conditions that they give to employees after you have worked for 12 weeks in your job. If this happens, you may be able to bring a claim under the Agency Workers Regulations for 2010. Legal pay rates, which are governed by national minimum wage and national living wage regulations, state that you are entitled to be paid at legal pay levels depending on your age. 
if this doesn't happen and you are paid below these legal rates, you can bring a claim to tribunal. If you're not sure about the legal wage levels, you can listen to episode 165 of the podcast, which went live on the 6th of April 2023, and you'll be able to update yourself on the new yearly rates for 2023. Holiday pay is another area, and workers, including part-time and casual workers, are entitled to 5.6 weeks of holiday pay per year, and of course this will be pro rata if you work part-time. If you don't receive this entitlement, you can make a claim. If you work part-time or you're a fixed-term worker, you can bring a claim if you're treated less favourably than your permanent colleagues. Health and safety claims can be brought under health and safety legislation if you suffer detriment or you're dismissed for raising health and safety concerns. Health and safety claims can be brought under health and safety regulations if you suffer detriment or dismissal due to raising health and safety concerns. And finally, as a worker on a zero-hours contract, your trade union membership and activities are protected and you have a right not to be subjected to detriment or dismissal for reasons related to your trade union membership or your trade union activities. So whilst you cannot claim unfair dismissal for any of these detriments, you can make tribunal claims under the particular employment laws or regulations related to these areas that we've just mentioned. Now, if you're an employee, on the other hand, and you're on a zero hours contract, you have all the employment rights that your worker colleagues have, but you also have extra rights and responsibilities, many of which we've covered in previous episodes of this podcast. So we'll just give them a light mention here. Full-time or part-time employees on zero-hours contracts are entitled to parental leave with pay, shared parental leave with pay, maternity, paternity and adoption leave with pay, parental bereavement leave with pay, time off for dependents, time off for public duties. You're also entitled to redundancy pay after two years continuous service You're able to claim unfair dismissal after two years continuous service with the same employer. You're also entitled to a minimum notice period if you're dismissed or made redundant. You also have the right to claim flexible working from day one of your employment and you have protection against dismissal or suffering any detriment if taking action over health and safety issues. In addition to these employment rights, your employer must not cause you detriment whilst you are at work. Some of the things your employer could do to you to treat you worse or make your situation worse at work could be things like reducing your hours, bullying you at work, harassing you at work. Your employer could also turn down training requests, for example, and not give you a good reason for this. Or you could find yourself being overlooked for promotions or development opportunities. If your employer treats you in these detrimental ways, and there are others, and then dismisses you from your job, then unlike your worker colleagues, you could have a case for automatic unfair dismissal, even if you're on a zero hours contract. And you'll remember 
automatic unfair dismissal means that if you bring your case to a tribunal, your employer has no legal defence for treating you in a particular way, like, for example, paying you less than the national minimum wage. It is automatically unfair. And that means you would win your case at a tribunal and you're going to the tribunal merely for remedy, that is, to look at the compensation that a tribunal would award you. An additional area where your employment rights are strengthened is that if you're an employee, you can bring claims for any detrimental treatment and any unfair dismissal act which your employer takes against you, as long as you have been working for your employer for two consecutive years. For both workers and employees, all employment rights claims must be brought within three months minus one day of the incident you are complaining about. But remember, you first of all have to go through ACAS to get your tribunal certificate. And that's it for this week. Our takeaways for this week are that even though you are on a zero hours contract, as workers and employees, your employer must still treat you well and must not breach your employment rights. If your rights have been breached, both workers and employees have the right to bring complaints to an employment tribunal. Remember, if you need help with anything to do with zero hours contracts, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this episode. And if you would like to book a consultation with us to look at bullying or abuse, which you may be suffering at work or any other employment rights concern you may have, you can email us at employmentrightsonline at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can go directly to our consultations booking page using the consultations link, which is also in the show notes. Finally, remember you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your family, friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify if you enjoy our podcasts. Until next week, have the best Employment Rights Week that you can. Bye for now.